Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Terry. Renee. Did you know that for 20 years, a cat served as mayor of an Alaskan town? I love that. I hate it. <laughs> I love that. People a suck. Cat. Animals should rule. In 1997, <laughs> an orange cat named Stubbs Aww. became honorary mayor of the Alaskan town of something I cannot pronounce. I'll try. <laughs> Talkeetna. <laughs> With a population of 772. <laughs> I wonder, like, did their crime rate go down? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or up, because people were like, you'll never catch me, cat. <laughs> Do you follow Tink's Good News? No. Wait, really? is that a dog? No. What am I talking about? What? I don't know. Tink's Good News is an Instagram account that, first of all, if you if you don't follow it, you totally should because it's the most positive content out there today. Um, he posted this thing, I think I showed you, um, where <laughs> this post office in Scotland has a dog that's the free stamp licker. Oh, you told me this yesterday. He has a booth. <laughs> And a little window, and as you're like, you know, putting together your envelope and your mail, if you want, he'll he'll lick the that stamp the for you. Most pure thing I've ever heard of in my I life. I saw it yesterday, and I cried. Yeah, but like, <laughs> just like it just brought so much joy to my day. And I'm that, sure it brings so much joy that, to everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, day. is why you should follow Tank's Good News. Yes, Incredible. just for the animal content. Just alone. for the positive animal content alone. <laughs> so 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 good. Well, hello everyone. What is up, guys? Um, I'm Taryn. I'm Ashley. That's Ash. We're unsolicited advice, and we, uh, you know, read stories that you guys send in and give you our advice. Professional, non-professional. Professional, non-professional. The most professional. Great. Sometimes, sometimes spot on. 
Always other times, spot on. Other times, you know. Basically, don't spend money on a therapist. Send us money because <laughs> we want to be rich. And we'll Go just find these links below. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Go support well, us. <laughs> today's so exciting because we are freaking back in the studio. First time since pre-COVID. Yes. It's been well over a year, more like yes. a year and a half since we've been in the studio. Um, and we're so stoked. Mark is back. Mark is back. And we know how much you guys missed what up? him. What, what up? up? Mark, um, let's catch the people up. How are you? How does it feel to see our lovely faces in person? Not, not going to lie, I cried a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Tears of joy. Yes. It, the feeling was mutual. The feeling was mutual. Yeah, we haven't seen Mark in over a year. We haven't seen our studio in over a year. Um, where I feel, I don't know about you, Taryn, but... Um, I feel very put together right now. Yes. Like we haven't had, like obviously COVID had changed a lot of things. We've been recording from home. We started out in my bedroom. We ended up in another room, but no, we, we were like- we started on the floor of the closet. We started in the closet, that's <laughs> yes. right. So like all of that to said, like I felt very just like, not slummy, but kind of just like, oh, you know, just, just not put together. Today, yeah. woke up early, Lex came over, we went and got coffee. We yeah. drove to the studio, have my laptop in front of me. I'm halfway through my coffee. I just like, I feel put together. Yes. And also for the first, like the last like year and a half, I haven't been getting ready to record. And then today I was no. like, you know what? I'm gonna put some real clothes on. <laughs> I I mean, I still am in my comfy clothes, but I did brush my hair. Okay. <laughs> and Snaps for Taryn. I took a shower, guys. <laughs> so. That hasn't been the case. <laughs> no. There have been some where like Ash will come from a workout and then literally I'll hear it walking up the stairs and like army roll out of my bed to like meet her in this like recording room. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's like a different vibe. Like it felt it's more like. It's completely different. But this was part of our routine. And I think that's, I mean, not only obviously <laughs> we missed Mark. That's right. number one. Mark, want to make sure you know that. Number one reason right we're excited. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, but also like, it just feels so nice to have like, an element of a routine put in and like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. we like were listening to music and like got coffee and yeah. it just feels, I don't know, like like a little like slice of normalcy again, yeah. you know what I mean? But. No, completely. And I just, I even feel good just like sitting at a table in a computer chair, not like lounging on the couch yes. or, or on the floor. <laughs> With our dogs, like With all creating our dogs. a ruckus. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, oh my so God, many yeah. dogs. Um, so anything you want to update us on, Ash? Oh, anything new? Oh, 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 oh. Um, new? <laughs> new? New? <laughs> Not really. Uh, I, I challenged my, well, we decided to come in early today. So we're in the studio. It's like 10 ish. Yes. Um, which meant that I, I wanted to work out this morning and normally my sweet spot's at like eight. Yes. Um, but I went at seven today and Wait, where did you, did you go to class? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And okay. I, I mean, it was hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was, it's weird how like that time difference is like a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm proud of myself for doing that because I job. didn't think I was going to. Nice. That's the only update I have. <laughs> nice. That's a great update. Um, My birthday's tomorrow. Her birthday's tomorrow. Which is so exciting. She's turning... I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. I'm in my 30s. That's all you need to know. Life is over. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm going to be 34. And I, it's funny, like, I don't know, like, birthdays have felt weird the past couple years, obviously, because right. stuff's been, like, crazy. 
But um, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited yeah. to like be with people I love and like, I don't know. I love birthdays. Yeah. I pride myself if, <laughs> well, this, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I pride myself on posting like very dramatic, very big birthday stories on my Instagram. Yes, you do. And I go hard, not one or two or three, but probably upwards of like 15 to 20 yeah. posts about like a person in my life who I care about. And then I'll always just go crazy. Like, Posting from like any, gorgeous photos yeah, to like the, the most worst horrific photos yeah. to the best photos to baby photos like yeah, and everything yeah. in between and it's one of my favorite things to do I'm not gonna lie I've already started an album for years <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I've I, I've done this so many times it gets complicated going back and forth trying to find photos yeah. so what I what I'll do is like a month before specifically like people close in my life not everybody yeah I'll be like oh like Taryn's birthday's coming up it's so like the month before I'll start like I'll, if I'm scrolling and I see a good one, I'll be like, oh, add to Terrence's yeah. birthday album. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty prepared this year. I'm super excited. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like, and I feel like it's kind of stretched out because I'm like doing just a small dinner with like my roomies and then my family's going on like our little vacation to like all celebrate with them later. So mm -hmm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm asking everyone just to give me money for Legos. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm not participating in that. It's fine. It's fine. I trust you. Um, all right. Shall we get into it? Do you have a tearing it? Ter what? Tearing it up. There this we go. is your own segment, Taryn. You this should know the segment. title. I birthed um, it. We were talking. Should we? Should we? Should we have you just like make a little tearing it up rap? I really feel like this segment needs a jingle. It does need a jingle. It needs a jingle. And I feel like it being your segment named uh, after you. You being the singer. I, what I would envision. And the one, and the two. What and I would three. envision. You know the diary, a song that you sang as a kid? I'm sure you never sang I it. I never sang that. I will not. <laughs> or like, um, like a Saved by the Bell theme song kind of feel where it's uh -huh. like, when you're trying to talk to boys and your butt makes a noise, turn it up. <laughs> Turn it up. Like something like that. That's what I envision. I think. I need some like some tune set to it. Need I need to think. like find the lyrics, the right lyrics. I think this is going to become a thing. <laughs> we should have people we should have we'll people do a write poll. submissions. We're gonna do a poll. It, if you're not stop what you're doing, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> we're gonna do a poll and see how you feel about this. Then we're going to ask you to throw in ideas for the jingle and you know maybe you'll be the lucky winner and we'll choose your idea so yeah so good so good it um, needs a jingle it really does today's tearing it up uh i'm i'm very uncomfortable reading wow proud um, of you though but growth you know it I felt like I had to because the title says "Turn it up that will make Ashley very uncomfortable sorry Ashley so I was like oh, I feel like I had it was directed at me. Was I feel like I need to read it. Like I knew exactly what it was going to be. Competitive and like, I can read it. A little bit. I was like, maybe this is like, challenge yeah. accepted. You Got know, it. Yeah. if I gag a few times, just don't, you know what it is. That would be amazing. You know? Because okay. now we have all our fancy cameras again. If you, oh, if you don't watch us on YouTube, you should now again. <laughs> you should now because before it was it's, so bad. Now there's different angles and, yeah. you know, a pretty background to look at. And we so. look good and I'm not lounging in my hair in a bun. Unless that was your Socks. thing. You know, sweatpants. Maybe. Sweatpants, hair tied. Okay. Getting into the tearing it up. Hey, Ash and Taryn. I'd like to stay anonymous, but you lovely ladies can know my name. 
I'm not going to tell say me later. Tell me yeah, later. I'm not gonna <laughs> um, I have to start by saying how much I love the podcast. I've been listening since the first episode and have wow. never missed one since. Wow. You girls bring so much joy and laughter to my week, and I'm so grateful for everything you are doing. Uh, Anonymous. A day oneer. A day oneer. Now, on to the tearing it up. I feel like I should note that this didn't actually happen to me. This story is one my favorite camp counselor told us a few summers ago when we were all gathered around a campfire. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard as I did when I heard what had happened to her. By the way, we will be calling her G for the podcast. Anyways, hope you enjoy. Oh my gosh. So G was in Washington, D.C. on a trip. One evening, she went out with some really cool people she had met that she really wanted to be friends with. You know, when you're like, yeah, you meet people and you're like, I'm a be, I'm a be, I'm, I'm be friends I'm, with you. I'm inserting myself in the friend group. Yes, yes, that's, yes. that's the situation she's in. <laughs> She knew them a little bit, but wasn't very close to them, which is what makes this situation even more awkward. We all They all went together to get food and milkshakes somewhere and hang out. G drank a large milkshake, and then they all got back in the car to drive somewhere else. Keep in mind, G is lactose intolerant. Why would G do this? Why would G do this? Peer pressure? Why? <laughs> she goes, yeah. I bet you can see where the story is going. Oh, no. A little while later, they found themselves stuck in traffic. If you've ever been to Washington, D.C., you know how bad the traffic is. They were all starting to feel a little restless in the car, and G felt something else, too. I'll I'll put this simply. She had to... P word. Say it. Poop. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could say she had to take a dump. She had to do that. She had to drop the kids um, off. If you're if you're lactose intolerant, you know the feeling. It's not normal. It's like I have to go right now or I will explode. Not to mention her stomach felt super sick from the milkshake as well. She tried to hold it in for a while, but soon it became obvious they weren't getting to a bathroom anytime soon. The car hadn't moved in over 30 minutes. She tried to keep her cool for a few more minutes, but she couldn't hold it any longer. So she climbed into the trunk of the car, pulled her pants down, and went in an old subway bag. Wait, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) There had to have been seven... 1,024 I don't know. other options before I that. don't know because there's not, there's not enough details. I'm like, are you on a road? Could you have gone to a bush? Or are you on a highway where there's nothing? But still. Oh. Go in her pants? You drop your trousers in a trunk? In a trunk. Oh, my God. So there- I'm unwell. <laughs> So there she was in a car with people she had been trying so hard to get a good impression on, squatting bare-butted in the trunk of a car, going in a subway bag. I'm inserting going. My. (laughs) Replacing the word. Gosh. In a subway bag in the middle of D.C. traffic. Again, if you're lactose intolerant, you know how bad that stuff can smell. (laughs) They rolled down all the windows in the car but still found themselves gagging. And because of the stench, I can't read this. Oh, my God. And of course, because of the traffic, they weren't able to move for another half an hour. One of the funniest parts to me is that they threw the subway bag out the window. I I keep 
I keep picturing it hitting some innocent person's windshield, but if they weren't Ew. moving, yeah, I, they were. Yeah, th- yeah, that's not what happened. Um, luckily, when G told me and my cabin mates the story, she was laughing, which is a good sign that she's recovered from this traumatic event. I still don't know whether she ended up becoming friends with those people, but I have a p- pretty good guess. <laughs> I find this story hilarious because I'm lactose intolerant, and like G, I used to ignore it and eat dairy all the time, but after that story, I am much more cautious, especially when it comes to being around other people. Anyways, thank you so much for reading this. I hope it gave you girls a good laugh. Also, sorry again, Ashley, for all the potty talk. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Much love, Anonymous. Oof. uh, That's brutal. I'm not not exaggerating. That, That is my worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. I just would I could picture nev- like I could not. You wouldn't do. You would flee. Ooh. Like you would run to some off ramp. I'd rather strangers watch me squatting from a distance than like in, in the a car. car. That is the most intense story I've ever heard. And I really do wish there was more details. Like, is she on a highway? Is she in a city? Could she have like gone in the alley? Could she have like found a bush somewhere? Like, even was if you're on a bridge, option? dangle your bum like off the side do Ooh. anything else <laughs> i don't know anything i don't know if that's a better option or a worse option <laughs> i would have i would have anchored I you i'm so uncomfortable <laughs> that is disgusting i'm shocked you read that i'm proud of you Oof. Uh, wow that's rough oof, that is uh, rough I'm so what we've learned time. if you're lactose intolerant be wiser do better about when yeah. you choose to ignore doesn't your, matter how cool the kids are don't do it don't do it illness is it an illness your uh, predisposition sure uh-huh. <laughs> wow wow that one got me and nothing ever gets me so i can't imagine Whoa. how you're doing i'll go ahead and read and give you a second yeah let's to, like, let's take a you know, i need to be calm yourself today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My story that I picked is titled, My Cousin Might Just Be Evil. Ooh. You know. It's a possibility. We've all got him. There's one in every family. There's one in every family. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if I am the one. I could see that. The weird batch, you know? But it's fine. The black sheep. The black sheep of the fan. <laughs> yes. It's funny because, like, I definitely think I 
I am to an extent, which is so hilarious because I'm so like not <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, but you, I feel the like the difference I'm so... is you're not evil. You're just different. Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're special. You're special. Um, no, but I think like my like rebelliousness is still mm-hmm. so innocent in comparison to just like the average person. Right. So right. I think it's funny that I'm like the crazy one, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Hey, Ashley and Taryn, before I move on with my problem, I just want to let you know how much I adore the podcast. Your episodes make my Mondays and I have been loving your Aww. Enneagram series. She's an Enneagram nine. Ugh. My people. So this is perfect. You can help me out on this one. I would love to. They have been the best. I honestly, I loved that series so much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's, I feel like it put us all, like, if you listen to that series, like, we're on, like, a very, like, level playing field now. Like, we all kind of know what we're talking about. When we bring it up, you guys understand more. Right. It's great. I had a conversation with, um... My mom, some of her friends, some family friends, because they all, because Shelly, who I talk about all the time, who's like a second mom to me, she took the Enneagram or was reading it because of what we said. Uh So then all her, like my mom's friends were there and were like, wait, what's the Enneagram? And I was like, oh, hold on. Let me tie up my hair and get ready for this conversation. Yeah. It was great. And I just think it's like such a cool tool. So anyways. Um, All right. So I need some advice regarding my cousin. The subject might be a little exaggerated, but you'll see what I mean in a minute. So I have a cousin my age. Let's call him Nick. He lives really close, so I see him very often, and he even carpools with me every day. He's not evil, and I know he loves me, but he always tends to say the wrong things. I don't really understand him sometimes because he'll be supportive and funny one minute and then rude and emotional the next. He has said things that still stick in my head, and I know it shouldn't get to me, but it does. For instance, some of the things he has said to me include claiming that I'm a lesbian just because I don't talk to guys. He also says this to everyone around me, telling me I'm too holy of a person and I need to get a life. He makes fun of my religion and beliefs daily, harassing my small YouTube and podcasts, And one fight even brought him to say that I'm always in the way and that I should actually find some friends. I have plenty of friends. Thank you very much. So I need advice. Should I just distance myself from him, even though he's my cousin? Should I talk to him about it? Although I'm not sure what good that would do. I know cousins can tease each other, but he takes it to the next level. The things he says sting, and I don't know what to do. Thank you, ladies. Love, Anonymous. Ew. I, I don't know. like him. I, I don't like him at all. I think that's is, annoying. I think this is a great thing to talk about because yes. I feel like we all have people in our life that push buttons that suck. Mm-hmm. And um, I see this is this is one of if I could do a follow up question, I would ask if they've already had a conversation. Right. Which because she's a nine, I'm I'm thinking that even if they have, she probably hasn't voiced right exactly what she feels right, which you can totally hit on. Um, so I would want to know that, but then she says, um, I don't know what good that would do to talk to him. So I don't know if that's just assuming his personality type, like he's not going to respond well to it, or if she has talked to him. Yeah. But, I'll let you talk the nine side and then okay. I'll continue what I was going to say. Um, yeah. If So I'm just, here's what I would do, right? If I were her, 
because I'm not good at articulating how I feel, especially in the present moment when something's happening, I would probably be super passive and I would eye roll. I'd be like, idiot. I would like say these one word, like snide comments. Um, and then over time, I would probably, I would probably like start digging back at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because I'm too scared to have that conversation with him. Obviously, yeah. that is the immature move. <laughs> and that is the scaredy cat move. Um, what comes with growth and um, challenging yourself as a nine is learning how to, maybe not in the moment because that is hard for us to do, but like taking a second, thinking about it, and then bringing it back to his attention. Yeah. Um, and that's that's also hard to do, but that gives you time to process what's happening. So like in the moment, like as he's saying stuff, if I were her, if he was saying stuff to me, I would panic and not know how to respond. I would either like blurt out something really mean that I probably shouldn't say, or I would just sit there and take it. So in my head, the best thing for me to do is to step back and then process what he did figure out exactly what irked me the most and why and then bring it up next time um and i think that's what you should do is almost like prepare yourself for the next time that it happens because what i hate doing is making a big deal out of something that maybe couldn't didn't have to be a big deal yeah um and being having to have this huge like sit down conversation sounds super overwhelming to me so what i would do if i were you is sit back figure out why you're mad, make a list in your head of what he's done and how it's affected you. And the next time it happens, say, like make yourself say it like yeah. in that moment, right after he said it, he needs to be called out. He's clearly a very outspoken, loud person who doesn't think before he speaks. So the best way to get his attention is call him out the second he says it. Yeah. Cause yeah. he could easily, if, if you're going to have a conversation about something he said weeks ago or months ago, he's going to be like, what are you talking about? That's nothing. It's, yeah, especially matter. he's just like, oh, we're just joking. Like, yeah. I'm just having he's fun like, with you. He's bothered you. Why are you bringing it up now? You know? Yeah. So, which is something that I've struggled with my whole life. So the best thing you can do, since it's going to happen again, because he has a track rec record, the second it happens, be ready, mm -hmm. say your piece, and call him out for it. Yeah. Even I, something as simple as, be, as, as being like, why are you a bully? Yeah. Would stop him in his tracks because he'd be like, whoa, wait, I'm not a bully. And you'd be like, you've done this this time, this time, this time, this time. Stop. Like, it's, yeah. it's mean. Yeah. I think people like don't give. I, I mean, it feels unnatural to be like, oh, I'm going to have like a speech in place or I'm going to have like a sentence ready. But I think people need to acknowledge when that's not their strong suit. So mm -hmm. if, you know, like Ash and I'm sure you too, like if you struggle with that confrontation, it's okay to like sit even with a friend and be like, what would you say? Yeah. Like, you know, because like someone like me, like I'm, I don't find that stuff hard. Like right. I, I do. If I get really, really hurt, I get quiet and I'm more like emotional. Mm -hmm. But like for me, like if someone were to say something like that to me, I'd be like, why would you say that? Yeah. Like I would just full blown say something or be like, oh, did that make you feel better to like m try to make me look stupid? Like, yeah. do you feel good about yourself now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's OK to have those things in place. And I think, too, like in something I always like try to encourage Ash is like, to look at things, and I've said before, it's not like always has to look like a big confrontation. It can right. just be a conversation. And you just simply saying like, hey, like, and remember, I think these conversations are best had when it, you're in a positive place with mm -hmm. a person. Um, so you don't explode and have like a huge emotional response to like something. Yeah. 
but just saying like, hey, like, um, you know, do you have a second to talk? Like, I just want to say like, you know, over the past, you know, year or so, like you've said a lot of things and I've found that like they they really have stuck with me. Like, you know, you've called me a lesbian because I don't talk to guys. Like, do you think like the Is fact that, that how like one becomes I, a lesbian? But also <laughs> like know? if what if I'm in what if I'm sad about the fact that I haven't found someone? Like did yeah. do you ever stop to think like that I might be sensitive about these things you or bring up. What if up. that's something you're struggling with? Yeah, like that like, he has it's no not his room place. to say that. Yeah. So just saying like bring up some examples and be like if I'm honest like they really have been affecting me and it's making me feel standoffish with you and like mm-hmm. I love you and your family and I don't want it to get like this so I just wanted to let you know like I'd appreciate if you're just careful about the things you say. Yeah. If you lay out that boundary and he doesn't respect it, that's when you need to make a choice for yourself. Yeah, and, then distance yourself. Yeah, and I know I've even found ways to like, where I know a conversation is not going to be productive or I don't want to keep repeating myself. Like sometimes you need to like find your own like closure yeah. and your own way to process things that hurt you if you feel like that person doesn't like hear you out or respect what you have to say. But I think that that's something that comes after you've had the initial conversation. So yeah, I think you need you to should, give them a chance. Yeah. Give them a chance to like to change. show change. If they don't respect you and, and sh- change, then I think it's up to you whether you either want to cut that person out or you just learn to find your own ways to cope until something happens that you're like, okay, that was, that was a little past just me like brushing it off, you know? Yeah. And I think um, obviously the way Taryn worded it is absolutely perfect and loving and kind. Um, And, but like, even if you can't bring yourself to say all of that all at once, just like start sticking out for yourself with even like one word things, like very short things. Stop. Yeah. Like literally like even if, stop. If he's like, what was one of the things? Um, oh, like your stupid YouTuber podcast, just look at him and be like, stop. Yeah. And then he'll be like, What? And be like, stop. Like, why do you have to tear down stuff you know I like? Like, just stop. Yeah. And then like move on. Like yeah. it's just it can it's be just short. Those, like, it can be sweet. And I think that would be the perfect spot for a nine to start sticking up for themselves is is being ready to say something like stop or stop being a bully or why are you mean or you're being mean like little things that you don't have to think about too much or stumble over words are a great starting point to eventually be able to have that big that like bigger conversation yeah Yeah, no I think obviously it's affecting you so I think you owe it to yourself to stick up for yourself it's time um, and then I think the boundaries that come into place will happen after that. And I think you'll know, like people know there's yeah. times where I, I can tell people are affecting me and I know when I need to start like pulling away or like doing whatever. And I think it, it all comes with that practice of voicing things, but also like listening to yourself and figuring out what you need. So. Yeah. I do want to throw in a hot tip. Uh, I, I think this makes it a little more uncomfortable for you, but it's better in the long run for your side. I think it's best to say it like in front of people. Yeah. Because it obviously like if he says it in private, it's a little different. But if you're out in public, like with other family or friends or whatever, and he says that comment, that's when you should say it because there's witnesses <laughs> and it kind of puts him on the spot, you know? Yeah. And also it's like, if you, if you're like, why are you mean to me all the time? Then he's, he's gonna 
everyone's yeah. watching, everyone's listening, and very much paying attention to what his response is. You know, and even like I would talk to some of the people that are usually around, like. If Ash ever told me, like, hey, have you noticed that so-and-so, like, says these things? Like, it's really been affecting me. Like, I don't think it's wrong. Like, if you don't feel capable to stick up for yourself, I think there's nothing wrong with, like, leaning on someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, I, if you t came to me and you're like, I just can't say anything, and you're like... It would be like if you want to stick up for me ever, like I would be fine with that. I'd yeah. be like, okay, because that would give me permission to then next time it happens be like, bro, like chill. Like, why do you have to say that? She's trying to talk about something she likes. Yeah. Like, stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's also making other people aware. And that yeah. helps for you to either see if people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't get that vibe at all. Or if they're like, yeah, he kind of sucks. Like, yeah. I don't know why he's saying that stuff. So I think if you don't feel like you're able to do that, lean on people who that's their strength. You yeah, know? I did that recently with Taryn because me and my sister got in a fight as we do as siblings. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't say this. And Taryn was able to articulate for me. And it was really great because yeah. I was like, thank God, <laughs> I can't, I'm having a hard time right now. Yeah. Um, and it was just nice knowing like I had someone in my corner who could understand what I was feeling and stick up yeah. for me. Which is, you know, would be probably nice. No, fully. Um, so, and yeah, it's talk people, to people using about it. their skills. Like, it's not like you said that. And I was like, oh, this is not my drama. Like, I don't yeah. want to be involved. I was like, no, of course. Like, I love talking to people. I love yeah. resolutions. And so it's like you just got to lean on people. But also, I think you would feel good if you stand up for yourself, too. So. Yeah. I completely agree. Thank you so much for writing in. Honestly, I'm sure plenty of people, especially like we've all been like stuck in close proximity to people. <laughs> Oof, so, so I'm much. sure everyone has someone in mind that's that's been getting a little yeah little little on their nerves. So thank you for writing in anonymous and good luck. Keep us updated. I want yes, to know please. how the conversation goes. I hope you or just like hope you drop the hammer. Let me know. I'll send a video. Draw that and boundary. you could just literally one day if he says something, just turn your phone around and I'll be like, look, Nick, <laughs> listen, <laughs> don't make listen. me come out there. <laughs> Mama Veritarian is here to help. <laughs> Mama Veritarian has entered the chat. She's here. <laughs>I'm going to go ahead and get into my story today. This one is titled How to Heal a Heartbroken Father. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I want to start off with saying two things. First, I would love to remain anonymous if you share this. And second, I absolutely love you ladies and the wonderful podcast that you have created. You've helped so many people, including myself, and I am incredibly grateful. I could go on and on about my love for y'all, but I'm going to hop right into my story and reach out for help. To provide some background, I am 20 years old and the oldest of five children. My parents got divorced when I was about 13, although they both made it a pleasant transition for us kids. A lot of upheaval happened behind the scenes. They hit it very well, but being the oldest, I always felt the urge to really understand what was going on and help in any way that I can. My dad divorced my mom, and although they only live 15 minutes apart and us kids see both of them, my dad tries to avoid my mom as much as possible as he had many bad experiences with her. But shortly after the divorce, my dad met a woman that he fell in love with. I have never seen him as happy as when he was with her. He did everything with her. He taught her to ski and golf. They went on trips together and us kids even got to meet her. I would go as far as to say that this woman is my dad's soulmate. This past spring, he talked with my grandma while visiting her 
about taking their relationship uh, a step further. He wanted to take her on an international trip that our family went on in the past to show her the experiences that he's had. My grandma even gave him her engagement ring for him to use. He wanted to spend the rest of his life with her. But a few days after spring break, my dad texted my grandma saying that they had broken up. No. I know. She told me it was mutual, but we think it was more of her decision to step away. She's slightly younger than him and wants to start a life after her fresh divorce. And my dad is looking more towards retirement in the future. Long story short, they want different things, so it didn't work out. And this all happened while I was in college. When I came home from college, my dad was not the father I knew. His girlfriend was the one who he would talk to, vent with, laugh, maybe even cry with. And now he has essentially no one. Like I said, my mom is not an option as he is very as he very much dislikes her and her treatment of him. He only has one friend, but his friend has a family and a wife of his own. All he has is his kids, I guess. But as much as I want to help him, I can't be a daughter and a friend for him in the way that his friends are at the same time, if that makes sense. And it totally makes sense. Yeah. I am a teenage girl and his daughter, quite the opposite of a guy friend. His his father has also passed away a year ago after many years of battling dementia. Whenever, whenever I or my grandma ask if he is all right, he shuts the discussion down immediately saying, I'm fine or I'm good. I just have to do the same old terrible stuff tomorrow again. Mm. He doesn't care about anything, even saying I don't care to anything we ask him or try to discuss with him he used to spend so much time with us and his mom whenever we visited her and now he just retreats to his room to be alone i apologize for this being so so long but i want to ask for help for how to help him he seems so lonely and heartbroken it breaks my heart to see him suffer my dad has helped me so much he got through tough situations with my mom he taught me to be the woman that i am today and i live with him when i'm not in school He's my favorite person on the planet, and I don't know what to do for him. I just want to see him happy. Thank you for reading and sharing this. And if you don't read this, this was a very therapeutic to type out. We get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't wait to learn and grow from the advice of you amazing women. So my question is, in summation, how do I help heal my heartbroken father? Ugh. That is so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> that is devastating. Um. Those are the worst breakups when it's like love is not the issue. It's yeah. like purely just life paths. And I feel like the older we get, the more that matters. Like it's yeah. not I can love you as much as I want and I can be attracted to you and passionate about you. But if you don't want to have kids, like that's one of the things I like literally long for. Yeah. And it's like there's not it's so hard it's almost easier when it's like oh he's a jerk he cheated on me like I can just yes process that be angry you know but when it's like you love each other but your lives are just not in the same chapter like oh yeah that's so sad it's weird how those feelings can still be there um even when you know yeah. It won't work out because of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, it is interesting on a side note, like dating in my 30s versus my 20s. Um, my 20s, it was like, oh, yeah, we could date for a little bit. Like, we'll, we'll try this out, whatever. Um, I could almost, within like two two dates, usually one, <laughs> 
but, usually five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's really quick. Um, but I can usually tell within a few days. I'm like, yeah. are, do, are there things that we don't meet eye to eye on? Because I know how much they mean to me yes. now. You know, I've dated. You're I've lived life. And now I know what I'm looking for. Yes. And that very much plays a part even in like the first few dates. So yeah. I can't imagine being with someone, having fallen for someone and connecting with someone on such an intimate level yeah. and then realizing oh, fully. that that key thing that you need in your life, like he or she can't do for you. Yeah. That would be devastating. Oh, fully. I think there, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know like timeline of like how long, I don't remember hearing that, like how long it's been said. since... They got divorced. It's been like a few years, but I don't know how long they've been dating. She said that they got divorced when she was 13. And then all she said was shortly after he started dating this woman. Okay. So it's been at at least a handful of years. Yeah. So, um, which is a long time. That's such a long time. Mm -hmm. And I would not be surprised. Like, right off the bat, the first thing that came into my mind is like, this is not just him mourning the girl. Mm hmm. I think the fact that he still has like disdain for your mom, like there's definitely stuff still there that he's processing. And it's funny, me and Ash, which just small plug, we just finished Mare of Easttown. Mm -hmm. It's excellent. Highly recommend. Incredible HBO. Highly recommend. Kate Winslet's the main actress. Incredible. I cried. Oh my God. No, the cast is just phenomenal. But her there's this part and I don't think I'm going to spoil anything (laughs) you can like catch me if you feel like I do I'll stop her (laughs) yeah Um, but there's this part where she's talking to her therapist and her therapist basically calls her out of saying you know she's a detective and something traumatic happened to her um like years ago and the detective was like I feel like you're basically burying burying yourself in the sorrow of all these cases because you still haven't dealt with your own sorrow of something you happened. The personal grief that you Something that happened, yeah. So it's almost like sometimes like when you're so, if, if you're having an abnormal response, an abnormal re- emotional response to something, usually that's because it's not even directly tied to what you're sad about. It's mm-hmm. so many other things. Mm-hmm. And even like I had something like that recently where I just could not stop crying. And I was like, what is like the deeper issue here? You Mm -hmm. know, so like I think your dad obviously is heartbroken and heartbreak is not a science. It takes some people years to get over, some people months to get over, some people days to get over. But I would not be surprised if this is stirring up feelings of a failed marriage, feeling of whatever happened between them him and your mom that still is just like there so I think like there's a lot going on and I think that he's sinking deep into that because now he doesn't have the distraction of like a hopeful future and like I don't need to be sad about that because look what I have now. Like when that's stripped say, away, you're like, oh, sh- well, okay, well now I just have to deal with it. It's you not know? only the breakup, it's grieving the the future that he had in yeah. his head that he was obviously so confident about that he was yeah. possibly going to propose. Fully. You know, like he had fully embraced and accepted that and she was the other half, yeah. like the key part in that future. Um, so that's a devastating loss. The breakup is hard enough as it is. Breakups yeah. suck. But having having fully envisioned a future with this person like That's he's going to need time to let go of that and i feel like that might be even harder yeah. than the actual breakup yeah i see 
I think people process in such different ways. I think, I think simply like giving him the time to process, but I think too, just like simply going to him and just being like, Hey, (laughs) I see that you're going through it. Mm -hmm. Like I see that you're sad and I just want you to know, like I'm right here. Like I'm here for you in any way if you need to talk or you want to go on a drive or you want to do anything be like if you need help looking for someone to talk to like I'm here but um I think sometimes like what's almost more hurtful than the feelings you feel is when you feel like the people around you don't care that you're feeling that so I think like you need to acknowledge if you haven't already just saying like dad I see that you're sad and like that is I'm sad for you. Like I'm, I'm here for you and just checking in and being like, I am a little worried about you. Like, is there anything I can do to help? Like maybe reach, I mean, I don't know how close you are to some of his friends or if, if he has siblings or something, but reaching out and just being like, Hey, like not to get into detail, but like my dad's kind of going through it. Like it would mean a lot if you reach out and just see like, you know, if he can hang out or see how he's doing, But he might just need time, too. So it's kind of sensitive, and I think it's going to take day by day just kind of feeling it out. But I think always acknowledging that you see he's in pain and that matters to you, and then also that you're, like, offering to help if he needs it. Yeah, I think something you can do is obviously, yes, give him space because this is a tough loss, and he's going to need time to handle it and process it. Um, Maybe one day, you know, be like, hey, what – like what are you doing this Friday can we do a daddy-daughter date like take him to dinner um go see a movie have a picnic it doesn't have to be like you dropping a bunch of money like you can do something for him where you can sit and not even talk yeah just like be there with him um and make it very clear that you don't need to talk about it we don't need to dive into this or try to try to like you know unpack everything that he's feeling sometimes that's exhausting um because he's currently trying to unpack everything that he's feeling sometimes you just need to sit and be with someone that's one of the most important things for me is simply just like knowing someone's there i don't necessarily want to talk about it um so just making yourself present and available whenever he needs something Mm -hmm. um and then (laughs) because taryn and i are such advocates uh, therapy yeah uh, I know some people uh, have a hard time with it or are against it or have just are scared of it or have just simply just never tried it but if he doesn't have anyone he can talk to then that's that that is yeah. one of the best solutions on the planet and it's it's so helpful because he might not even realize what he's struggling with but someone can help like guide him in conversation to figuring out what it is you know yeah and I that think deeper he thing would, that Taryn was talking about earlier he would be a perfect person for I mean I mentioned before but I started doing therapy through better help and like it's so like I can either do a phone or video like I've been thriving on the video sessions but it's so easy to like cancel if I need to like it's so easy to just like be checked out or mm-hmm. like she like reaches out and checks on me so like if he's feels weird about like going in somewhere be like there's even places you can call dad like if you yeah. want to just talk to someone also sometimes you can be strategic like if he's the type that he doesn't want to talk about his feelings and he doesn't if you were to all these things we're saying you're like my dad would never do it <laughs> be like call him and be like hey dad like I had a rough week like I'm struggling this week 
can we go see a movie or something? I just need to be distracted. Make it about you. Yeah. So that way he thinks he's going to help you out. But it doesn't feel like a poor me, pity me thing. Yeah. In the process, he can just like get out of the house and go do something. And it might feel good for him to focus on something else besides the stuff he's been thinking of often, you know? So getting out of the house is crucial whenever I feel sad. I walk or I hike or I do something outdoors because the longer I stay in, the deeper and darker it gets (laughs) in general. I know everyone's different, but that's just my two cents on that. Yeah. Um, So maybe like a weekly walk to coffee, you know, something super chill. I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, Anonymous, I think you're the sweetest daughter on the planet that you even like took the time to write all of this um, and that you're genuinely so heartbroken for your dad. Um, yeah. life's tough sometimes and I think he's really lucky to have you in his yes. life but thank you so much for writing in um, like always we're gonna end with a dad joke yeah let's, let's bring it back do you think bring I'll ever up. run out of dad jokes I don't think so I don't think so because that's a big book that I got you for Christmas it is a big book if you guys uh, remember it all I got Taryn a dad joke book uh, for Christmas specifically for this podcast obviously um, I wasn't even planning on getting it for you did I tell you that I think you told me you just like saw it right yeah it was not a plan my brother wanted to go to a store to get like wrapping paper for something that he needed so I took him and I'm in the checkout line with him and I just casually glanced to the side and I was like is that a dad joke book like oh my gosh I was like I'll take one of those please it is one thing about being you know a special person like th- <laughs> people don't ever run out of like stuff to get I always am like I saw this Star Wars thing I saw this Lego thing I saw this like Harry Potter thing it's not even the special you're just very specific on what you like I am very specific it's Legos it's Star Wars it's dad jokes done period basically that's all it is a child she's a 12 year old boy I am um okay to the guy who invented zero thanks for nothing (laughs) Dumb. It's so good. Dumb. It's so good. It's We've so good. Zero. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and dealing with all of Taryn's dad jokes. Uh, be sure to follow us on everything. And, um, you know, if you have a story that you've been sitting on, a funny one, a serious yes. one, one right in the middle, um, please, please, this is your sign to write in. We want your stories so that uh, we can, you know, share them. And then yes. so that uh, the rest of our UA fam can can hear them as well. So, yeah, this is your sign. Right. Right. To us. Yeah. What's our email, Taryn? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Nailed it. Only took a second. <laughs> I just needed to take a break. Cool. Love you guys. Love Bye. You Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.